What's up? It is Tracy Jackson, also known as the Spiritual Cheerleader, coming to you live with your weekly pep. Welcome to week two of the weekly pep podcast. This week, we're going to be talking about how you can start to enjoy each and every day of your life. The reason that I wanted to focus on this first off is this was one of the things that knocked me down so often was giving my power away um, each and every day, um, saying that I had bad days like all the time, really just, you know, dreading going to work each and every day. Um, and these tools that I'm going to share with you today are all the things that I did to get back um, to having a wonderful day every day. Um, and we're going to get right into it because I don't want to waste any time. The first thing that I want to recommend for you to do is to start your day on the right foot by incorporating a morning routine. I can already hear the groans, right? So many of us don't like waking up early. We don't like doing anything extra. We've gotten, you know, kind of our thing down where we just jump out of bed and we put on, you know, get in the shower, put on our clothes and we're out the door and we don't give any thought to how we start our day. So many, so many um, entrepreneurs, so many uh, famous CEOs are all, all have morning routines, right? They're, they all have these ways to set their minds in motion. And I'm sure you've heard that many of them wake up super early. Some of them, you know, wake up as early as like 4.30 in the morning. Um, you know, even some might be even earlier than that, especially if they are CEOs that have companies that operate worldwide. But the the cool thing about it, and I will say, um, I I wasn't one that used to get up very very early. Um, I've always been a morning person. I will say that um, I was raised in Alabama, <laughs> and my parents both um, were from very very small towns in Alabama. So I used to wake up pretty early um, because they were used to getting up super early. And um, it was ingrained in me to kind of wake up around, you know, seven o'clock every day. Um, but when I, when I started working and, you know, started, you know, really getting into the mode of like, you know, what time I wanted to get to work and stuff like that, I usually tried to get to work around 730 in the morning. And many times I would wake up just an hour before, like 630, something like that. I would take a shower, um, you know, get ready and get out the door and go to work. And that was it. And I would literally just be pushed around the entire day because I really had no set routine. Um, I hated working out in the morning um, <laughs> when I first started out um, as an attorney about 14 years ago. I remember um, at the time I was doing some Denise Austin workouts that started at like 5.30 in the morning. And I was like, 
Denise is a little too peppy for me at 5:30. I can't do this. And I I relegated to my, you know, relegated myself to not working out early in the morning. I literally told myself that I couldn't do it and that I was better suited to work out after work, which I did from time to time. Flash to um, about 12 years later, and I started incorporating morning workouts into my routine. Um, I started getting up super early. Um, I would get up around 4.30 every morning so that I could get to the gym for 5 o'clock so that I could get back home by 6, get showered, and, you know, get all of my stuff together so I could be out the door around 6.45, 7 o'clock to get to work um, for 7.30. And I did that for a while. I then, as I mentioned on the last podcast, became a health and wellness coach. And that cut down significantly on my time. Number one, because the workouts that I was doing were workouts that weren't an hour long. I wasn't spending an hour in the gym anymore. I was spending 30 minutes, sometimes 25 minutes on a workout that worked me out just as well as uh, the workouts that I did in the gym. And I was able to incorporate some additional routines in there, um, such as meditation um, and also reading, journaling, things like that. Um, One of my early influences was the book Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod, um, in which he gives, you know, five different steps uh, each morning that you can do to get your day started. Um, It's literally um, (laughs) the uh, meditation, affirmations, visualizations, uh, and doing journaling, um, exercise, and, you know, just being and sitting in, in contemplation. I believe like his moniker is savers. Um, and I, it was something that really, really helped me to kind of get a hold and get a, get a feel for how I wanted my mornings to be. And when I started doing those things, when I started doing my savers each morning, I I found that my day seemed to, number one, the time seemed to expand for the day, but also the day seemed to go a little bit better because I started it off well. Now, over time, I've actually tweaked my savers such that I have kind of eliminated journaling in the morning. I still read in the morning, um, but I've eliminated for the most part, journaling in the morning. Um, I usually journal at night. And I have also, um, you know, kind of switched up some of the things that I do. I do my meditation first. I, I read right after I meditate. I exercise. And then I, I move forth with my day. And I usually am doing like a weekly pep uh, <laughs> or a daily pep message on my, my Facebook business page at Tracy S. Jackson, uh, 444, if you are on Facebook. And I do those every morning. So I was doing all of that before I would leave for work. Now, obviously, now I have a little bit more time with my mornings because I'm working from home. So I don't have to rush out the door. And it gives me a little bit more time to be able to journal in the mornings. Um, And so I'm switching that around. Obviously, what I'm getting at here is the fact 
fact that it's key to have a routine. The fact that it changes over time is it's going to happen, but find what works for you. And for me, you know, I, I found what worked for me at the beginning. I tweaked it a little bit, like, especially when I was, you know, getting into health and wellness coaching, I was like, you know, I don't really want to work out for an hour each morning. I would rather work out 30 minutes each day. Um, and I was able to tweak that. I was able to cut down on that time. Um, and because I cut down on that time, I was able to incorporate a few more things in because I was not having to get out by the same, you know, get out um, of the gym or whatever to get back home, to get ready, to get out to the to work by a certain time. So I, I gave myself that extra time. Meditation too helped to expand that time for me. Um, and I highly encourage meditation. Obviously, sitting in lotus position, meditating is not for everyone. Um, and I want you to know that there is a meditation for you. I absolutely love helping people come up with they, their, their routines, their daily routines, their weekly routines. And if you are looking for that, feel free to reach out to me. Um, you can email me at Tracy S. Jackson 444 at gmail.com. And that's T R A C I S Jackson at gmail.com. Oh, Tracy S. Jackson, 444, I'm sorry, at gmail.com and Tracy with an I. So um, first things first was getting that morning routine down, whatever that means to you, whatever, you know, works out for you, getting that morning routine in where you can have that quiet time first thing in the morning so that you can um, expand the time for the day and move forth um, with having a good day. So that's how we started off. Secondly, before you even hit the car, send love to the route you drive to work, send love to the other drivers that are going to be on the road that you encounter, send it to your workplace, and send it to your coworkers. Now, this is one tip that I learned from the wonderful and incomparable Louise Hay, um, who I would literally use one of her meditations each morning. She had a meditation, a morning meditation that was about uh, 30 minutes long. And in that meditation, she would say, all right, I want you to imagine that you are driving on your way to work and I want you to send love as you are driving along. And so these are the things that I started doing. I started incorporating them. I started sending the love every day before I even hit the car because I would do that meditation each morning. And so I would send love to the drivers on the road. I would send love to, you know, the the actual um, other drivers, my route that I was driving, that there wouldn't be any accidents. I would send love to my job, to the actual place where I was going into work, that there wouldn't be any ruckus when I was walking in, I would send love to my coworkers that they had had a great, you know, night before and that they were ready and coming in with great attitudes and were ready to have a great day with me. And this started to change everything at my job. Literally, I felt um, I went from feeling contentious there to feeling like, oh my God, like, 
I'm not having the issues that I felt like I was having before. People are not ticking me off like they were before. I feel a lot more love in here. Um, and I literally, the simple technique can change so much. So send love. That's the next step. The third step is to expect a great day before you even leave your house. Expect it. Um, believe that you're going to receive a great day today. Believe that you're going to have a great day at work um, and start visualizing it. This is part of like the whole savers method, right? Um, but have a, a time where you you sit and you visualize yourself having a good day. You know, obviously we can't, you know, know all the things that are going to come our way during the day. But if we set the intention, if we expect that we will have a great day, we are more than likely to have one. If we expect to have a horrible day, we will have one. So instead of leaving your house dreading going to work, expect to have a great day. Get excited about the day. Get excited about the wonderful things that you get to do today versus the things that you have to do today. All right. Next up, don't give up your peace. Don't allow anyone to steal your joy during the day. All right. So often, so often when we are on our way to work, we, you know, leave our house, we pull out, we're in a good mood, we're ready to go, we've done all the things, right? And we get on the road and we get ready to go to work and someone cuts us off or someone honks at us or someone, you know, does a nasty gesture <laughs> on, you know, the road. And we're instantly pulled out of our peaceful mindset. We're instantly pulled out of that state of bliss that we were in. And the thing is, you got to shrug it off. You got to shrug it off, right? No one deserves your peace. No one deserves you giving it up, okay? And so one of the ways for you to maintain your peace is to let it go. One of my favorite lines, one of my favorite lines from A Course in Miracles is, in my defenselessness, my safety lies. That means it doesn't serve me to attack or judge anyone. It doesn't serve me. I'm literally giving away my power. I'm giving away my energy. I'm giving away my peace. I'm giving away my joy when I allow someone to take me out of my blissful state to argue with them, yell at them, you know, shake an angry fist at them. I'm literally giving them power. Why would I want to do that? I want to keep that power for myself, right? I want to embody that, that powerful state when I walk into work. I want to keep that. So don't allow anyone to take that peace, that, you know, joy away from you. You keep it. It's yours. Okay. Next up, if you do lose your peace, because hey, everyone has from time to time. Sometimes we slip back. It, even if we know that we shouldn't lose our peace, we will slip back. If you do lose your peace, I want you to bounce back, right? 
And this, you could lose your peace later on, even when you get to work, right? Somebody could call your office. They could yell at you. They could say something. Your boss might have had a, a bad night and he's taking it out on you and taking it out on everybody else in the office. So you could have, you know, had this thing that tried to take you out of your peace. Even then, one of my favorite things to do, favorite, favorite, favorites is to take a step back, take a breath, say a prayer, because prayer is the medium of miracles, and do something that I knew was going to get me into a good mood. For me, one of, two of the things that really, really get me into a good mood are music and dancing, all right? So I loved putting on my Spotify playlist to get back into the groove. That's what I called it, the get back into the groove playlist, right? And it's got some of my favorite songs, songs that I always like jam out to, always dance to, and it can instantly change my mood just like that. So find something that will help you to jump back and get back into your good mood. So maybe that's taking a walk for you. Maybe it's grabbing a coffee. Maybe it's dancing it out or tuning into music like it is for me. And maybe, just maybe, it's meditating. Taking that deep breath, like I said. Praying is another way to do it. Um, because like I said, prayer shifts things. It, it is the medium of a miracle. Saying that, that little prayer of I am willing to see this differently. I I am willing to see this differently helps you to see it differently such that a miracle can occur. So feel free to do something if you lose your peace to bounce back from it. Don't stay and stew in it, okay? Because that just takes you out. That just is you giving away your power, as we mentioned before. Stay still and be in the moment. Really, really bounce back and don't lose your peace. And if you do lose your peace, bounce back with something that you know will bring you back quickly. Next up. We are on our way home. We have had a decent day, or maybe we haven't had a decent day. And even if we haven't had a decent day, bless the day with gratitude. Take an account of all the great things that did happen in that day. Take account of all the things you're grateful for at that moment, right? Um, it could be the fact that the day went easier than you expected, that the call that you thought was going to be difficult went by um, very, very easily and everything worked out much better than expected. Um, it could be that you had a safe drive in to work that morning or a safe drive home. It could be that everyone in the office was in a good mood. It could be anything, whatever um, it is, just take a moment to get into gratitude and bless your day with that gratitude. When we, when we put ourselves into an attitude of gratitude, we end up bringing more of what we are grateful for into our lives. So start getting grateful. Start, you know, taking inventory of the things that you're grateful for at the end of your day. This is a perfect time for journaling. As I mentioned before, I started switching my journaling to nighttime. And this was one of the reasons why I wanted to be able to take an account of the things I was grateful for 
at night so that I could go to bed in a good mood, really recognizing and realizing how truly, truly blessed I was. Finally, wind down early for a great start to your next day. So many of us go to bed late. I I am guilty of this. I've I've done it my, my entire life. Even though I'm a morning person, I have still, you know, stayed up late from time to time. And when I stay up late, you know, I am not as great and excited the next morning. So if I can get to bed earlier, um, if I can wind down earlier, I'm usually more rested when I get up the next day. So one of my favorite things to do is to start having an evening routine. By me, um, you know, I, I kind of set cues for myself. Um, I used to be someone that would come in from work every day. I would, you know, watch television. I would, you know, come upstairs and I would turn on the TV upstairs, take a shower and sit in my TV and sit in my bed and watch the TV until 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night. And it was time to go to bed. Now a days, I don't watch TV before bed. Like that's just, it's one of the things. Like once I come upstairs, I really don't watch TV. If I watch TV in my bedroom, it's usually on the weekend and it's usually during the day. I don't usually sit in my bed to watch TV. So the cue for me, I've set a cue for myself that when I get in bed, it's time to go to bed. It's time to go to sleep. And many times when I get in the bed, I'm usually journaling. I might pull some cards before I go to bed. I usually like doing that in the morning as well. And I read. And when I do those things, I'm all, all three of those things usually get me groggy and like ready to go to bed. So it's like this, um, this, you know, they say the Pavlovian response. I I hit the bed, and as soon as I hit the bed, I start getting tired. I start getting sleepy. So, create that Pavlovian response for yourself. Create this um, Pavlovian response that will help you to get a good night's rest. You know, instead of getting in bed and like ramping up by getting on your phone and checking social media, um, have a self-imposed social media ban. Like as soon as you get in the bed, the, the phone gets plugged in and that's that. Um, you start journaling, you start reading, you start doing those things that help you to uh, decompress from your day and you get into that mode of being uh, rested, relaxed, and ready to go to bed. Um, this is also a perfect time to do meditation so that you can wind down early as well. Um, but find something that you like to do. Again, I love helping people come up with their with their routines. And so, if you need help, you know, doing your morning routine or your evening routine. Like I said, feel free to reach out to me. All you have to do is send an email to Tracy, T-R-A-C-I-S Jackson 444 at gmail.com. And I do this for free. 
30 minutes. I will talk to you. We can go through what you like, what you don't like, and we can create a daily routine that will work for you and work for what you want to incorporate into your morning and evening routines. All right. So I hope that this episode blessed you. I hope that you enjoyed it. If you did, feel free to rate me uh, on here. I would love to get a five-star rating from you guys. Um, I would really, really appreciate it. Uh, if it's something that that really spoke to you and you think someone else would enjoy it, feel free to share it out. Feel free to let them know about this podcast. And I look forward to seeing you again soon. If you'd like to find me elsewhere, feel free to check me out at tracysjackson.com. On that site, you can access my information, uh, find my social media outlets, and I hope to hear from you guys soon. If there's any questions that you have about this podcast or about transitioning and having a, uh, a pet-filled life, feel free to reach out to me at that email address that I shared before. I would love to discuss those on upcoming podcasts with you. And I thank you so much for listening in. Talk to you soon. Bye.